What's up, friends? Welcome to the Pop Culture Federation Podcast. I'm your host, Mikey. I'm Matt. And legally, I must tell you that my name is wrong. Actually, that's not true. You don't have to. Oh, really? Yep. Then my name is Tony Gonzalez. I don't think you can pretend to be other people. He's not pretending. It's Tony Gonzalez. Hi, I'm Tony Gonzalez. Future friend of the show, former tight end. <laughs> you may remember me. <laughs> Hi, Tony Gonzalez. You may remember me from such things as football. Football. <laughs> he did. He did work for me in fantasy a couple years. So and props. Dancing with the Stars. Was he on Dancing with the Stars? Probably not. Antonio Brown was. Who shall not be named? And so was Chris Jericho. Was, was he? he? Yep. Really? Yep. Yes, he was. Did he? Do decently well? Yeah, he did. Okay. Did he win? That's kind of cool. Uh, no, he didn't win. No, I feel like I would have heard that. He got, he got pretty far. Man, okay. I think top four. Okay. Well, speaking of Chris Jericho, Mike and I have some news. We're going to see AEW in March. Yeah, we are. Yeah. I'm excited. He Seriously. might not be champion. Cool. I got an extra ticket if you want to go. Yeah, come down from your undisclosed location and uh, <laughs> you can come and join us. We'll do a podcast sitting in the venue. I can do that. I'm down for that, yeah. All right, then come down. (laughs) I'll bring a microphone and we'll just... It's on a Wednesday. You're on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday? Am I right, fellas? Let's go. Did you guys just hype each other over Wednesday? No, he high-fived himself. (laughs) (laughs) Great. So, uh, today, we're just... uh, We're doing an installment of Shoot the Shit. Where we just kind of talk about what's going on, what we've been doing. Or for no, our uh, younger viewers, shoot the poo. Yes, yes. thank you. Ask your parents. <laughs> I, I do put explicit in front of every episode, so that's a warning is there. <laughs> there um, goes the Amish. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so we're we're just going to, you know, hang out, talk about, you know, what's going on recently. Some stuff's happened. Um, a couple things happened. We uh, we had the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. and the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Three big things in consecutive weeks. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rumble, Super Bowl, Oscars. January slash February's packed. Yeah. You want to start with the uh, Royal Rumble? Yeah, why not? And the winner of the 2020 Women's Royal Rumble match. Is a anticlimactic Charlotte Flair. <gasps> oh, why Woo. didn't why didn't any of us guess that? Didn't we? Or did we? No, no. None of us. I did. said Ronda Rousey. I said Shayna Baszler, who wasn't even in it. She was. Oh yeah, she was. She should have won it. Yeah, she was in the final too. Oh, Mike, you owe me halal. I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> you do. You felt the need to remind me that. Also, Ron, I owe you a sandwich. Why? What happened? We'll talk about it in the men's rumble. Woo! So, women's rumble, Charlotte won. I don't really watch Raw and SmackDown too much, but I know from the stuff that I caught that uh, Rhea Ripley is trying to get her to challenge her for the NXT title. I doubt that'll happen. I think it is. 
You think so? Yeah, I think you it think is. going to go to NXT? I think the match is going to happen. You think Rey is going to beat her? Yeah. No, probably not. Although, how sick would it be if Charlotte was the champ of NXT? I mean, that would really bring some eye, more eyes to NXT, but I don't think think NXT is going to be AEW on Wednesdays. Not when we're having a podcast there. No. <laughs> wow. But, I mean, Shayna Baszler should have won because she's... What would have made more sense was for her to... Shayna Baszler to win and then challenge Becky for the Raw title, which would have been like... Kind of like a Ronda, different Ronda 2.0 or 1.5. Um, but it didn't happen. Or if, like, Sasha Banks, who wasn't in it, I don't think. No, she wasn't she in it. She was not in it. Would have won and fought Bailey, which would have made sense. Didn't happen. Um, I was rooting for Alexa Bliss when I was watching it in the beginning, but she came out number one. I was like, mm, she ain't winning. So, that's that. Good for Charlotte. She was going to get it eventually. Becky won in the first. Charlotte won the second. They're pretty much the rock and stone cold of the women's division here going forward. Um, good for them. Charlotte, I think, has nine or ten titles so far. So, why not yeah. add another? <laughs> How nuts is that? <laughs> I mean, why not add another to the to the list? I'm pretty sure she's gonna cap out at 16 times. But but good on them for giving keeping Becky with the belt for a year. Like they need to do more of that. Like give the belt some prominence. I'm glad AEW is giving Jericho a decent run. I mean, um, he doesn't fight anybody. Jericho? Yeah. Do you not watch? No. He does. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any evidence? No. No. <laughs> that was that match. Uh. The men's Royal Rumble match was won by drumroll, please. But... Drew McIntyre. Oh, which really? I was glad. Really, yeah. I called it. I was really glad You're that welcome. it wasn't a Kane Velasquez or um, Tyson Fury. Brock Lesnar started at number one, dominated the most of the match up until about number 14 or 15, which I think one of them was Drew McIntyre. And then McIntyre eliminated Lesnar, and then it became a more fun rumble. It added some story to the rumble. Then it became an actual rumble. <laughs> right, but, but Brock, Brock like, wiping everybody out in the beginning was just showing how dominant he was. But you could see how Brock got winded. Yeah. He well, was tired. Yeah, I mean, anything over going. five minutes for Brock is pretty, pretty tough. The big, I think, surprise of the whole rumble was Edge came back yeah yep. i saw that i which am... is why i owe you i owe you a sandwich run i thought i said that he wasn't coming back oh yeah but you Wait. still owe me that sandwich matt yes i'll check the tapes <laughs> so edge came back edge has been on uh he hasn't wrestled anything in eight or nine years mm-hmm. since 2011 yeah uh, because of a neck injury, um, I guess he got cleared, and now he's signed a, I think it's a three-year contract, and he wrestles six matches a year, uh, and he makes like several more appearances in between. So I think, and he's currently getting get decapitated by Randy Orton on a weekly basis. <laughs> well, yeah, they're leading up to Edge versus Randy at Mania, so you can expect Edge at Mania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, maybe King of the Ring. Mm-hmm. So basically, he's just like a big name headliner for the uh he's like a lesnar who wrestles more uh, yeah i wouldn't be shocked if they gave him the belt but his reaction when he came out of the came like behind the curtain and like heard the crowd noise and like people were nuts yeah and like his face was just so emotional like he was trying to keep it in but at some point he was just like 
holy crap, I'm back. Like, and it really, like, sunk in. It was it was such a cool moment. It was. Full disclosure, I, for, I, I saw that he came back. I have not seen the moment yet because that night I was actually working and I don't have the WWE network anymore. So, yeah, I haven't seen it. Maybe I should just YouTube it. Yeah, it's probably the moment's probably up there. It was I, really cool. I thought for a hot minute um, Edge was going to win, but it would have been a nice surprise. But like McIntyre deserves it. He's a babyface now, challenging um, Barack for the belt at Mania. So that'll be a good match. Why'd you say that? Yeah. Like Obama, <laughs> Barack. <laughs> uh, apparently, Paul Heyman's been pretty high on McIntyre, and uh, we'll see what happens. Apparently, Paul Heyman's number two is Ricochet. So I wonder where he's going to go. Whoa, not what I was expecting. <laughs> oh, yeah, Paul loves Ricochet. Well, I mean, he's the man. Yeah, Ricochet was the best on the Indies for a minute. So, that was the Royal Rumble. Um, it's okay. It was good. It was good overall. I wasn't, hated the match. wasn't spectacular. I hated the main event match. The women's Royal Rumble, as always, was really good. I'm glad that they didn't make it like another part-timer, though. They gave it to somebody who deserved it. Yeah, someone with, Especially with the... Especially with the career that McIntyre has where he had to leave the company and then finally figured himself out in the indies and then came back and became an absolute hoss. His indie, he was in TNA. He was in what culture in England? And um, he was somewhere else. But yeah, he did pretty well for himself outside of the yeah. WWE. And he's still young. He's in his early 30s. And he's super athletic for a dude his size. Dude was massive. Yeah. Him and Ginger Mahal came back looking like totally different people. <clears throat> Roy... Unlike Drew McIntyre, like, Drew McIntyre doesn't need a down cycle. <laughs> Let's just put it like that. The next big championship match was the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 54, if I'm not mistaken. I can't read Roman numerals, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, it, so was it, be- was, it was 54, yes. We, we discussed it on our preview episode. It was the Kansas City Chiefs versus San Francisco 49ers. Which Mike got right. Yep. Yeah. The unfortunately, the Chiefs won. Uh, good for Andy Reid to finally get a ring. Patrick Mahomes is uh, something else. Um, He's the new Tom Brady. No, Tom Brady's Tom Brady. You're right. Get Patrick Mahomes is going to be better than Tom Brady. No, 100%. I, I have Ron. I have something to tell you about that night. What? It, that you, also, so, that you didn't You guys your always money. rag on me for being a degenerate gambler. <laughs> because it's true. Well, I'm not the one. I was I thought I was doing my friend Mike a favor. And we were just, you know, before the game, we were just talking about like, oh, did you bet on anything? And I was like, Yeah, I bet on this some and Mike was just like, What if you would just like put fifty dollars on the Chiefs? money line and i'm like okay i can do that and then so i put it in for him and then i'm not kidding after that he said whatever whatever i say you cannot make me put more money down on it (laughs) and i was like okay that sounds easy holy shit it wasn't (laughs) i'm not even kidding like the first drive of the game it was like the Chiefs go three and out, and the Chief and the 49ers like to have a decent drive. Mike is literally like yelling at me in the middle of a party. He's like, "Matt, we got we got to do we got to put money down." I'm like, "No, you said not to." 
<laughs> this happened the whole night. Mike ended up finding another friend to put money down for him. <laughs> And, and how- meanwhile, as this is happening, Mike is getting drunker and drunker. So his reaction... So, like, I've never seen a man more focused and drunk at the same time <laughs> watching a football game. <laughs> meanwhile, the Chiefs won. And when, like, they scored the final touchdown, which was a great game, by the way. Really good f- final quarter of oh, the yeah. game. And Mike is just doing, like, a fucking parade. Like, he's just trotting down in his house, like, celebrating and all that. It was... It was really funny, but in the moment, I was really horrified for my safety at one point. <laughs> because it was in the middle of the third quarter, and Mike was like, come on, I, I'll give you $100 if you just put it down. I'm like, Mike, you said no. And, like, I'm pretty sure you threatened to punch me. <laughs> I have never times. threatened to punch anyone. I appreciate you, and I think that you listened to me. Because I would have given you 100 and then I would have given the other dude another 100 and that I would, if I would have lost, I would have been real upset <laughs> the next day. So I thank you as a good friend for listening to me and not letting me put more time. No, I was just more waiting for him to actually, like, ensue violence on me. <laughs> just so I could hold that over for the rest of my life on him. Just be like, you know the time when you told me not to do the thing that, and you beat me up for it? <laughs> Remember that time you beat me up for money? Yeah. <laughs> Not even money that I owed you. Money that I wasn't betting on. <laughs> yeah, well, so, you got, so, I fed you halal, guys. We catered. That's true. I <laughs> halal, guys, for a week. Uh, dude, that pita bread is clutch, bro. Did you finish it? No! <laughs> so, Mike, of course, shout out to the halal guys. They're the caterers to this half. The Mike and I, the two-thirds caterer. Mike bought halal guys for everybody. And at the end of the night, there was, like, a tray of pita, le- pita bread left. And Mike was like, do you want the pita? I was like, before he even finished the sentence, I picked up the tray and ran out the door. <laughs> <laughs> pita it's bread's like, really good with tuna fish, by the way. I bet. Yeah. Really it, good. It's like that moment from, uh, what you call it? Hey Arnold. And it's like, no, no, Oscar, you keep it a money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oscar. <laughs> I still got two things of white, two and a half things of white sauce. Loving it. Wow. Are you, I feel like you're just like chugging it. So I'm not going to lie to you. Chugging it straight is kind of gross. I've, I've done wow. Because I tried. Really? I've done it. <laughs> I know. I've tried. It's, it's not, it's not good. It's really not. But I do chop up chicken thighs and I try to do it as close as I can to how they do it. And then I put it over some salad or some, well, cauliflower rice isn't as good with whole guys, but I do, I try to make my own, at least with chicken thighs. Um, I tried the beef. I don't know what, you know, sorcery they do to get that <laughs> beef the way they do. I've asked, and I thought I was a spy for another company. It's the shawarma. It's the spit. <laughs> yeah, but, it, no, I have one of those. Mm-hmm. But what they do, at least this is as much as they told me, they take different cuts of beef, and they grind it up, but it's very, very fatty cuts, and... They, I guess they grind it up, and then they, they do whatever they do to put it on the, the skewer, the, the rotator. And then they they put it in the fridge so it gets nice and firm. But all that keeping it together is the fat. I've tried it with sirloin, ground beef, mixture of the two. I've tried it with Delmonico. I've tried it with a ribeye. I've tried it with sirloin. I do not know what they do to get it to stay like that. I cannot figure it out. I've Googled it. I've tried it on Reddit. 
You need Nothing. to go to the mountains and talk to the wise sages of Halal. <laughs> I think so, because I... The chicken thighs, I think I can do and figure out. But the the beef, no, nah, it's too hard. If I can, like, GG. <laughs> Never leaving the house again. No, good game. <laughs> Go to the Amish market, get some fresh beef, and I'll do it myself. But, um, yeah, Super Bowl, fun night. And then... When my life wasn't being threatened, it was fun. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if they lost. Oh, God. you! I was telling Lauren, like, it just wouldn't have a house anymore. <laughs> no joke. Once when I was in... Uh, this was years ago. When, uh, when I was in AC, and I saw that they had... Uh, I think it was a showboat or Bally's. They had a, a window that said, like, mortgage office. What? I was like, huh, I wonder why they got that for. What? Then I put two and two together. I was like, wait a minute. Do people really put their mortgages on the line? Yes, they do. And they have a thing for that in the casinos. Shut up. No way. That ass. That's horrifying. Yeah. I can't wait to be in that situation when I'm 20 years old. <laughs> I can't believe that's a legal thing that people can do. Are you kidding? Casinos don't care. I know they don't, but I'm surprised the government hasn't been like, yo. Stop betting no. your house. <laughs> Stop literally betting the house. I'm putting my house on black. <laughs> we had a one crisis. We don't want another. Yeah. Then the week later, we had the Oscars. And I tried to see every movie, every Best Picture nominee beforehand. I missed out. I watched Parasite Day Of. And I texted both of you. I was like, yo, Parasite's dope. Mm-hmm. And he did. I couldn't. I didn't watch Marriage Story. And I didn't watch Little Women yet. But I will watch them both. But when I, my, my friends came, we were like, like, oh, it's what Parasite. And then we watched it, and I was like, I thought, when I first saw it, I was like, is this a horror movie? And then I was like, I read the description, I was like, is it a drama? And then when I was watching, I was like, it's kind of funny. And it's a dark comedy, and it's fantastic. Yeah. Deserved it. I thought it was either going to be, once I started reading more and more about it, you know how they usually have like a two, two front runners, And it was Parasite and uh, 1917. I was like, well, both were really good. 1917 was great. I won the Golden Globe. Um, I knew Joaquin was going to be a shoe in for Best Actor. Oh, yeah. Like, it was pretty much... A lot of people were saying Adam Driver might sneak in. But it was like, eh, I think Joaquin got this. Um, Driver's got the whole decade. Don't worry. The, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. The um, re- uh, What's her name? Renee Zellwinger? Is that how you pronounce it? Renee... Zell Wicker. She won for that came out Judy. Uh, never saw it, but it is on iTunes for rent. Um, Brad Pitt got the supporting actor for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It was well deserved. I thought he was the best part about that movie. I was going to say he was, he, very funny. He, was, he was definitely the best part of that movie, which I think is overrated. The scene where they go into the like the compound, the hippie compound. Mm-hmm. And he just interacted with everybody. I was like, this is great. Yeah. And like, he punches the dude in the nose and he's like, fix my tire. <laughs> the overhead, that's awesome. Um, best supporting went to... Who? I'm blanking. Oh, shit. I don't remember offhand. I only know Parasite. <laughs> um, uh, best director went to the director for Parasite. Yeah, dude swept. Parasite swept, essentially. Right? Yeah, Pretty Parasite much, yeah. did. Parasite did work. Oh, Laura Durham for Marriage Story. Oh yeah, that probably, well deserved. Probably why because I didn't see it. So that's She's why such a fucking heel in that in that movie. It's incredible. Laura Dern is America's other 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 sweetheart. For so best picture, Bong Joon Bong Joon Ho for best director. 
Uh, Irishman got snubbed all around. I thought the Ir- uh, 1917 got snubbed. It did, but it got a lot of the effects stuff. Which, by the way, biggest snub of the night. Avengers Endgame not winning Best Visual Effects. Come yeah. On. Come on now. Oh, yeah. I was salty about that. I was like, really? Because they showed the scene where, where everybody lined up to battle and then caps like Avengers Assemble. I was who, like, how is that did, not going to Who beat win? it out? 1917. Oh, man. That's tough. That was probably a we're sorry Oscar. I'm surprised 1917 didn't win Best Director though. I'll, granted, I did not. I have not seen Parasite yet. Yeah, ne- neither have I. But that's the that's the one film that I did not see. In all of the best, I ended up seeing all the best films except for Parasite. You watched Little Women? Yeah, I watched it with my mom. Parasite won and, every category it was nominated for: original screenplay, international feature. Wow. Director and picture. I mean, <laughs> Best International, that was kind of a given. And everybody was like, well, if it didn't win International and won Best Picture, it would make no sense. But oh, absolutely. 100%. A lot of people were salty about Knives Out not getting enough representation. Yeah, I, I personally thought Knives Out was the best film that I saw last year. Uh, granted, I didn't see Parasite. Um, Joker only got best, uh, oh, it got best original score and it got best actor. Supporting. Oh, was he no, best actor? actor? Oh, okay. He was yeah. Best actor. I mean, that one, like, he was up against Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory, Leo for, Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, and Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. Yeah, Joaquin, I mean, I didn't see Pain and Glory and I did not, I didn't see the others actually, but, like, he did the Joker some justice. I mean, Joker, fun fact, the only comic book character, one of the only characters ever to get nominated twice. I was going to say, yeah, one of the only and characters. And win twice. Yeah, mm-hmm. and win twice. And um, I think Toy Story 4 One is for the best only... Animated. If a Pixar film comes out, it wins best animated film. Um, well, I think, no, I think the statistic was... Except for, like, Good Dinosaur. It was the first sequel to win... Um, since Godfather. Toy... Wait, really? Toy Story 3 didn't win? No, no, I'm saying toy the franchise. Like, Godfather the won Best Picture for 1 and 2. Toy Story, one of the Toy Stories won Animated Feature, and then this one got it, too. Probably might, They all might have gotten then. it. But I'm saying it's it's the sequels. Yeah, I'm saying... Well, if Pixar yeah, well, just... If Pixar has a movie, it, prob- it most likely wins. If Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2 came out this year would have won i think does it come out this year or next year i think it's next year um so yeah that was the oscars um they were good all around i think once parasite started sweeping it was kind of like all right this is probably gonna win so i have a thing with parasite it's it's a problem that is sweeping our nation because of parasite winning and i have to ask you guys this subs over dubs yeah oh god i um Subs over dubs. For sure. This is the question that is ripping the nation apart because I, of Parasite. I have uh, to say... For anime? Oh, no. Oh, no, the weebs! For anime, it depends. If it's, like, a good group and a good cast, I think dubs, because they do a really good job. So, like, Yu Yu Hakusho, My Hero Academia... I mean, actually, I don't like My Hero Academia dubs, but Yu Yu Hakusho, Dragon Ball Z... Um, Inuyasha, stuff like that. 
do a pretty good job with dubs. Um, I think Gurren Logan was pretty good. Cowboy Bebop. But when you're talking about like movies, like live action, um, if you want to see an awful, terrible, really shitty dub, watch Shin Godzilla. I do. Fantastic movie. It's a really good Godzilla movie. But the dubbing is atrocious. I can't <laughs> wait. I own it on iTunes. We can watch it. <clears throat> it's I, I w- good. The movie's good. The dubbing is terrible. So <laughs> subs over dubs. Okay. I was going to say, Mike, I actually agree with you. Because it kind of depends. Growing up, most of the series that I watched were dubbed because I was watching on Toonami. But what was it? One Punch Man I watched with uh, subs. And I really enjoyed it much more than the dubbed version. But yeah, it, it kind of just depends, you know. Yu Yu Hakusho is like a great example of they did a really, really good job for the dub version. But there are also uh, there's also other dubs of Yu Yu Hakusho, like the original movie that they did. I think before it even came out, like on Toonami yes. in America, that yep. oh my god, it's so bad. The yes, the dub for I that remember is renting really bad. that from Blockbuster when Yu Yu Hakusho was out, and I was just like, yo, and then I was like, this is really bad. Yes, it was really bad. So it, it's yes, a, if you have a good dub, you're right. It, it's a case-to-case basis, really. But for live action, I think you need sub. Yeah. Because you're taking away from like what the people are doing and how they're trying to mm-hmm. act. Yeah, that's a good um, point. I watch subs with American television. I watch subtitles now because I'm that maniac. I only do it if depending on like what it is and if the sound quality is bad. It sounds yeah. like you might have a hearing problem, man. <laughs> No, I just do it for convenience. Um, <laughs> I don't even know why I do it. <laughs> definitely watch Parasite. So one of the things that they're doing, too, is on YouTube, I believe. Yeah, the South Korean movie studio, I think, who uh, released Parasite, is doing releasing like all their movies for free with, uh, with subs. On their YouTube channel. On their YouTube channel. So you can watch them all for free. Um, Wait, when does this happen? Is Parasite part of it? I don't know if Parasite's part of it, but um, other popular movies, like Korean movies, are part of it. So you can... It's, it's, we're going on right now. They didn't say for how long, but it's uh, for at least a little bit. I think it's CJ Entertainment. But I'm yeah, interning this right now. Yeah, no, check it out. It's... Uh, and they're, they, they want to expose more... Because the only... If you think about it... The only real South Korean culture that made it over here, like pop culture, like South Korean. Okay, I've been to Japan and I've been to Hong Kong. Um, well, not really. I've been to Hong Kong airport, but I've been to Japan, multiple cities in Japan. Um, in Japan, I heard more K-pop than I heard J-pop. Like I knew the J- the K-pop song. I like K-pop. I knew the K-pop songs. And whenever I went anywhere, um, like Japan's got this. Um, what they do is. Uh, they have not outdoor malls, but they have like strip malls. No, they kind of look like flea markets, where they're like it'll be it'll be outside, and then you'll go into like a like a like an alleyway, but it's really really long. Like Osaka's got a huge one, and it's got an awning on top to cover you from the rain. So like you're kind of outside because you're not in a building, but you're like covered and secure. And it's just stores. Is it like a bazaar? Yeah, it's kind of like a bazaar. Okay. But um, in there, they play music, and it's like, I don't know if like one company owns the whole thing, and you rent out space, or if the city owns it. They play K-pop. 
So like I knew all I knew most of the K-pop songs, and the only exposure we got here in the U.S. for for Korean stuff was Gangnam Style was like the big one, and then BTS. Uh, they've been on a bunch of talk shows. Well, they're selling they're out and stuff. football stadiums. They are. Yeah. Um, I think BTS is really the big one. Like Big Bang kind of did, but BTS is like the one. Um, so other than that, so Korean culture really isn't like hitting big I, here. In those sort of like shopping centers that you were talking about, you said that they play like K-pop and stuff. Do they play like? American music also, or is it just strictly like K-pop stuff? Sometimes they play American music. Okay, so like, like, like I heard, um, uh, what's it called? The Havana? Oh, yeah. That song. Yeah, I heard that, um, they played, that was the only one that really stuck out. But they, like, whatever, like Justin Bieber. Okay. Like, they'll play that, but it was mostly K-pop. Um, I, I would imagine some of them were, some songs were Japanese that were thrown in there, but, like, I, the ones that, I, like, stood out to me was, like, oh, this is BTS, mm-hmm. oh, this is Big Bang, this is God 7, like, I know, I know who these guys are. Okay. So, um, or this is, like, Girls' Generation or something like that, but that, it was just mostly K-pop, but there was some American music there. Um, but, yeah, so, now, with this winning, and it's the first Korean movie, and I think it's the first foreign film to win Best Picture, um... They're hoping I, to bring I more the artist. Here. I was the gonna say I thought foreign film. I thought the artist was a French film. Maybe I'm wrong. No, it it was a foreign film. Was it? Yeah. Was it technically a foreign language film since it was in silent? Well, technically it was no language. I'm pretty sure there was one line the entire movie. Watch Parasite. It's very very good. I really want to, and that was before it won Best Picture. I'm probably gonna buy it because I liked it so much. I think that is a really telling thing, especially, like, with our generation. Especially now. Is if you go and actually buy it. Like, that really tells, like, how you think about something. Because everything streamed, you could rent it on, like, anything now. So, like, the fact that you want to buy it is a really... It's a... Comment... Whatever. It's a really positive... Compliment to the... Compliment, yeah. To the medium. (laughs) Like, my friends... Some people like pirate stuff. I'm like, it drives me nuts. Like, when you're 15, 16 years old, you don't have a job, you don't get any money. Like, okay, I understand. Um, but some of them now are like, no, I'm not going to pirate because, like, I want to support whatever exactly. it is I'm buying. So, and I got one friend who's like, I'll only pirate something if I can't get it here. Like, if it's a Japanese thing and you can only get it there, um, then it'll do it just because it's what you have to do. I, people are still doing. I'm just like, why? Like, support the content that you want. Like, even if it's a studio, like a big one. Like, I guess Disney doesn't need your money, but like, I'm sure Parasite would. Yeah, I'd really like it. Yeah. So they uh, could keep making stuff like that. Or like other independent. I mean, I mean, actually, this movie I think but box office 176 million dollars. So maybe they don't need your money, but um, but you like should indie support stuff, indie bands, indie projects, and stuff outside of major corporations just so they can have competition with the big stuff and that makes better movies for all of us it's like kickstarter so big yeah indiegogo and all that stuff so yeah watch it parasite dope movie okay Um, i'll watch it good right now right now i'm stopping this podcast okay guys uh i just spent two hours watching parasite 
Holy um, crap, that was so good. Yeah, no. I can't believe that. That was absolutely a movie. And the part where, like, the parasite came on, wow. What a movie. Wow. <laughs> you know, like, the movie, the title has such a significant meaning, too, because it's stuck in my brain. Just like, like a, a parasite. parasite. Wow. My God. Oh, yeah. my parasite. Guys, I have a um I have another really embarrassing story from work. <laughs> and I and it's kind of less of a story, but it's more of just like a man, my life is terrible. I had this coworker today and she came in, she wasn't really feeling well, and like it was just really weird because like it was really obvious that she was coming down with something, but she still wanted to come into work, blah, 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 whatever. Oh, no. So, we're working on our computer, we're working next to each other at, like, a computer station, and we're just, like, chit-chatting or whatever, and I'm in the middle of talking, and I see her, like, she's in the process of, like, sneezing, and she sneezes, but she doesn't block it with her elbow or her mouth, or her hand. What? She just sneezed in my direction. What? Yeah, and I stopped talking and was just like, why? (laughs) And she was just like, you're not going to say bless you? And I'm like, like, no, you just gave me the flu. (laughs) Needless to say, I'm going to start looking for other (laughs) children. I was in the... Speaking of that, I was in the airport last week, and everywhere there were signs for Zika. Like, be careful where you're going, the Zika virus, if you're pregnant, or, like, trying to be, like, just be careful. And I've seen those signs before. I saw nothing for the coronavirus. Not a thing. Not a not a warning, not a nothing. Mikey, all of it's quarantined. You don't have to worry at all. Yeah. Tell the 14,000 people who were diagnosed in China. They're all quarantined. You don't need to worry about it at all. They're on in our a prediction cruise podcast, ship. though, we did talk about a, uh, a virus. I year. know. You got... You know what else we talked about, too? Which is uh, getting some steam in the news. Did you see that radio signal from that galaxy 500 million miles away? No. So, there is a galaxy 500 million light years away. Wow. And it is releasing radio bursts. But the key with this one is it's repeating every 16 days. And they've never seen something like that before. Usually, like, if there's a pattern, it's a little bit quicker, something consistent. But then everybody's like, well, if it is aliens, then they're probably extinct. Yep. And there's a new, something new species or new alien race or civilization there. If anything. Or, like, like, I don't think the message says anything or they haven't been able to figure it out. But, like, the way the pattern is going. So, there's theories, like, it's uh, stars surrounded by a black hole or something that's doing this pulse. I'm like, 500 million light years away, that's a long-ass time to be doing that. And they're probably not around anymore. But I still think, end this year, aliens. 500 million light years. years. Light years. To send a radio signal of send nudes. Wow. <laughs> and then by the time we sent it back to them... 500 million years ago, I am pretty sure there was no dinosaurs. No. There were 500 no, there were not, no. million years ago. Was there even an Earth? The Earth is 4 billion years Are old. You, you, is that a joke? Are you a creationist? <laughs> there's, Surprise! There's, <laughs> the Earth is 4.5 4. So billion years old. So it would have taken 
a billion years for those nudes to finally get back to them. Think about that. No. 500 million and 500 million back. You're right. It would have taken a billion. Uh-huh. Talk about playing the long game. That's <laughs> commitment right there. That's uh, that's patience. If, if you humani- find yourself a, find yourself a dame who'd wait a billion years. If humanity's still around in five hundred million years and we haven't evolved into something else, we could there's probably a good chance within the next ten thousand we could get to that galaxy and like go see for ourselves what's there if we're still around. But the they're saying if we make it at to the twenty one hundred, like at the end of this century, then we'll be we should be pretty good to make it through i don't know man climate change is pretty scary no we're we're going to space now with the with the whole state of the union and like he's putting more money into nasa guys let's fuck up mars like we fucked up earth Woo! i'm so, down fellas tra- transition transition to space so i've been watching some shows recently one of the shows i watched so by the way apple tv plus so far i've watched three things on it solid watched the morning show I watched um, the one I'm about to talk about, uh, For All Mankind, and then Servant, the M. Night Shyamalan one. Fantastic. Okay. They're half-hour episodes, and it's uh, the best part is uh, Rupert Grint's character. Yeah, yeah, he's in it. Ron Weasley? Ron Weasley. He has a job? He's I didn't even it, know he was in it, yeah. He is hilarious. It's really good. It's not scary. It's a little, like, weird and creepy, and I'm really waiting for season two, like, what's going to happen. Um great but all three of them have been great the for all mankind is a show about it takes place in the 60s it's if russia got to the moon first oh i've heard about this yeah i saw the trailer for that but i don't know how it is it's really good basically what happens is america gets pissed because like oh russia got there first and then they're like all right so we nuke the moon no they're like we'll keep trying so like neil gets there it's not as exciting and then russia goes back and they're like oh they got another person there and it's a woman and they're like, shit, they beat us to that too. They're like, fuck, put a moon base on there. So they're putting, now they're on like Apollo 25, Apollo 24, 25. They're launching people into space. People are there for, for a long extended period of time, like hanging out on the moon. And it's like in the mid-70s at this point. It goes from like the 60s to the 70s. And it's like, so like my wife turns to me, she's like, you think if Russia really got there first, we would have just been like, or oh, hell with it? Or would we have been like, F that? send it all and like we would have been like by mars by now and i'm like i really thought about it and i'm like you know knowing like how america is and how we are as like a culture and a society we and, would like, have nuked russia no i don't think we would have nuked i don't think we would have nuked anybody but maybe. i really think maybe how dare you disgrace jack kennedy would you miss it would you miss well, it the, it's funny or not in the in the show ted kennedy becomes president after watergate that i'm like yeah i think we would have just put all of our effort and money into this and we would have just not only gotten there, but we would have done it better. And we would have built stuff there and be like, you know, screw you. We're better. And we would have gone to Mars. For sure. We would have been to Mars. I would have. I actually agree. It, yeah. It's interesting to think. That's a really interesting thought experiment. Like, the what if. I think if we would have lost the space race, like, really lost the moon, we would have gone. We would have done everything in our power to get to Mars. And then once we realized, hey, resources, companies earlier, like in the 80s, 90s, would have said, Huh, let's just mine the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. And asteroids. And essentially, it's like you don't have to pay anybody for the use to, like, to go. Like, you, all you have to do is pay for going there, mining equipment, and getting it back. 
You don't have to pay taxes on it. Because there's no foreign government. It's an asteroid. You're not going to pay the labor to f- No, go? you are, but you're not paying. I'm saying you're not paying permits. You're not paying taxes. You're not paying oh. fees. All that stupid yeah. stuff. Who's going to permit Mars? Exactly. So <laughs> I, will. I think this we would have done we need, it. We need space law. Wait, wait, guys, guys, we're in the trust tree here. No one can hear our conversation right now, right? Yeah. I have a genius plan. Let's say we own the moon right now. Who owns the moon right now? Is it America's flag in it? But now it's the international white? governing body of the Earth. I don't see paperwork. Let's hire a lawyer. Let's write up some paperwork and say that we own Mars, so people would need to pay us to get to Mars, or we get a really fucking big check to get Mars. <laughs> I'm not. I like. I'm kind intern, of down. Help me yeah. out on this. Well, like this is better than Franken dude ideas here, boys. We're gonna make a, we could make a lot of money. Back in 1980, former ventriloquist and car salesman named Dennis Hope was out of work, going through divorce. Blah 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 blah. Basically, he's the guy selling pieces of moon. That's the moon. A, typ- a typical moon acre costs twenty four ninety nine. The whole of Pluto is going for two hundred and fifty grand. That's that's what about that's Mars? It? That's it, bro. Come on, you could buy a lunar deed. From this man who claims he owns the moon. He, he, he did all the legal framework already. This is the moon. I'm talking about Mars. The moon, it's done. We've already been there. <laughs> the Mars is like the new Wild West. I would like to buy the face on Mars to find out about the alien. I'm assuming Mars and the moon and all of that is kind of how we treat Antarctica. Where it's like some countries have kind of claimed it. But you can't really claim it because it's really no one's land in particular. So just kind of the human race until further notice owns it. Poor penguins. Yeah, pretty much. Let's, I'm, I'm not kidding about this Mars thing. You know, actually, why don't you hit up Elon Musk? <laughs> Yo, Elon. No, like, let's go have these. One of his Mar- things is he'll hire people who don't have who don't have college degrees as long as you're like a have a good work ethic. And you can like show that, and you're very ambitious. He'll hire you for a Elon, job. Or, the show. Matt, so like, what, what? Why should I hire you? I want to buy Mars. <laughs> why would That's you want to buy it? If you could work. Just take it. Exactly. Nobody's there. That's that what I'm of. saying. We just claim we own Mars, and then people are gonna no, no. have to pay us. You don't know how colonization works. You don't understand how ambition works. How Mars works. <laughs> This you is Mars need to go law, there, baby. Plant our T-shirt, and then we know it. <laughs> All right, let's fucking go. Yeah. yeah. What are we waiting for? We need rocket. Did that ventriloquist go to the moon? No, that's why he's a fraud. <laughs> that's that's exactly what I'm trying to be. <laughs> yeah, but don't you want to be the real deal and actually go? <laughs> that's what I. <laughs> don't you want to be the real deal and actually go and then lay claim to it? Yeah, eventually I want to see my investment. <laughs> So you gotta plant your flag. Okay. You're, Fly. Think, you're also thinking way too small. You gotta get to Titan. Ah man, I I want I. Titan is a moon full of methane. That's fuel. That's farts. I don't want to own the <laughs> fart. Yeah. Don't Plus you capital own, of the galaxy. Don't you want to own a moon that just produces fuel? No, I want to own a fucking planet. Exxon Mobil. Exxon Mobil is trying to get their we hands on that. We start at Mars. Then we use that as a hopping off point. Well, that's the Titan. idea. That's why we're trying to go to the moon. Yeah. What, the hopping off point. what if we get to Titan and Thanos is there 
And it's just like... Cry? He's like, guys, I already own it. And we're just like, oh, sorry. So you cry because, like, you know, a giant 13-foot purple guy. And then we, cry. And then we just ask him, so... Or shoot in the well, face. So we go have these? No, so <laughs> or, Yeah, break. I don't think your gun in space or would work. if you go listen to our 2020 per decade prediction one... You get the guns, and then when the Charizard-looking aliens come, you shoot them in the face. And that works with Thanos, too. You just shoot them right in the face. I don't... Did anybody ever try? Yeah. In all I'm of the Marvel comics, right or even in the MCU, did anybody try to shoot him in the face with a gun? I don't think so. Right? At least not in the movies. They punched him. They hit him with Infinity Stones. They hit him with a shield. They, they hit him with they, an axe. They hit him with, with, with laser beams. Did anybody use that good old-fashioned bullets? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There that movie would be like a half hour long. Uh, Bucky, Bucky was using a, I think an M16, but I don't remember Bucky ever trying to shoot Thanos. He shot his minions. Yeah, and it worked. Why not on the Mad Titan? Yeah, Ron. I think people tried to shoot Thanos in the face, and didn't he use like the space stone to like send the blaster or wherever? No. That's probably sure? how he could get out of it. Didn't he I'm just sure. like get in the Thanos copter and leave? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> The other show that I watched was Messiah on Netflix. Also really good. Um, Messiah is basically about a dude who comes out of nowhere and like starts doing miracles and stuff. And people start following him. He's like on the second coming, but he doesn't really say it. And people and like the CIA is like, "Yo, this dude a fraud." <laughs> and uh, yo, Paul Rudd. They try to like figure it out. So like you, the audience is like, "Is he legit or is he not?" I can't tell, but it's pretty good. Um, I think next on my list is my gym show is The Witcher. And mm. my at-home show, I think, is going to be Sabrina, season three. Do you watch the first two seasons? Of course. I couldn't get through the second one. The first one I really liked, but the second one, I, I don't know, I just... first one's better than the second one, for sure. Yeah. Wait, but what, what show is this? The Chilling Adventures of Chilling Sabrina Adventures is what Sabrina. it's called. The first season was really good. I really enjoyed it. And the second one, I couldn't really get in, so I never finished it. I watched uh, the show called Living With Yourself with Paul Rudd. That show was really good. It's in my queue. It's really good. I was going to say, I heard it sounds good. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's like eight episodes long, and they're, each episode's like 25 minutes. So like I spent like literally an evening just watching all of it. Oh, I'm going through Parks and Rec for the first time, also. Really? Well, okay, so the first, like, serious time through. Like, I've tried many times just to kind of, like, watch it, but not really pay attention. This is the first time I'm, like, paying attention. And, I mean, I'm enjoying it. I'm finally getting out of the episodes that I've watched for, like, 40 times. So, like, I'm starting to, like, watch episodes for the first time. And, like, right now I'm at the part where, um... Leslie and Adam Scott's character just kissed for the first time. So it's a good show. I enjoy it. I just like, I like the mockumentary style first. Oh, think it's great. Yeah. It's a really good show. I really, Parks and Rec is fantastic. Steve. I love the, I, there's like, all the characters are just so lovable. John Raphael. Gross. John Raphael is the best. <laughs> I can't stand it. I love John Raphael. You know he's the voice of BB-8? Really? Mm-hmm. That's... Oh, I'm an Andy guy, but my sister claims that I'm Andy, and I can't tell if it's an insult or a compliment. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't hate looking like Chris Pratt in Guardians, but... Well, he doesn't... He's fat Chris Pratt in Parks and Rec. 
I wouldn't mind Chris Pratt's money. Fair. Very fair. Future friend of the show? Let's hope so. I hope so. Yeah. It'd be great. I'd like to hang out with him. He seems like a fun time. I started reading, like, just in general. I, I, my goal for this year is to read all of Naruto. That's a lot. That's 700 chapters. About 20 pages per chapter. And my other goal, I always make a goal every year to read more books. So last year was four books. This year's six books. I'm a very slow reader. I am, um, that includes audio too because I kind of cheat. So you went from four books to 700 chapters? No, that's separate. That's a separate goal. Oh. And then One Piece is after that for the future years. But um, I'm reading The Martian, the one from the Matt Damon movie. Really good. Really good. Really funny. The way it's written, it's very much like you can, like, Matt Damon was a good choice. You can picture it. If you saw the movie, it's very, they don't take too much away. I'm about a third in. Um, it's very, it follows it pretty good. It just goes into more detail, of course, mm-hmm. with the book. The one other book that I want to read probably after that is The Witcher, the first one, because so far I'm, I only watched the first episode of the show and I like it. Uh, I, I never played the game. I did not realize it was a book. I only knew it as a game and I never even first. played the game. Polish people, shout out. Represent. <laughs> yeah, no, Polish people. Polish people wrote the book and wrote the game. Cool. Um, but they, hey, we gotta, we gotta get something. We gotta get some kind of claim to fame. Yeah. Ron, what about you? What have you been doing? Uh, so I've been watching a lot of movies lately, actually. I'm trying to think. I saw The Departed for the first time. The Departed. It was a... How's your mother? I'm not going to answer that. Uh, the Rat at the End was way over the top. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, that movie was... It was okay. I mean, it was good. Uh, to me, it wasn't great. Like, it was just... I don't know. We do um, a top 50 movies of all time episode. That's in my top 50. Ooh, we can. I saw, I watched, um, I Dolomite is my name. The new Did Eddie you? Murphy one. It's on, it's on my queue. Is it good? It was great. Cause yeah, I, I mean, he, he should have got, he should not have gotten a snub for that. Well, last Thursday I watched that and, um, Inception on the same day. Inception, Whoa. Inception was okay. Every 10 years, Nolan makes a whacked out movie. So first was Memento. But that was really good. Then Inception, which was okay, and then now it's Tenet. <laughs> I'm really, I'm excited for that. Yeah, it looks good. I, I actually was talking to some coworkers about what we think it's about, but I'm not like I'm not exactly sure. Did you see the movie The Adjustment Bureau? The The Adjustment Bureau? No. I oh, well, if you look it up, I think it's going to be similar to that. The new Wes Anderson film uh, for. The trailer dropped today. The French Dispatch. I saw the poster. I don't know what it was. The trailer looks really good. And, like, the cast is fucking insane. It's also the most Wes Anderson cast imaginable. I need to, I need to look this up. Because I heard about it, but I haven't I haven't seen it. Um, it looks really good. The trailer looks really good. It's probably, as of right now, the most excited film. Most The film I'm most excited to see this year. I have to say his last his last film I didn't care for too much. Isle for Dogs. Yeah, I thought it was. Oh, I loved that film. I thought it was okay. No. I'm a big I'm a big Wes Anderson person. It. it looked dumb. I'm a big Wes it, Anderson person, really and his uh, film. I bought it. The Fantastic Mr. Fox wow. is one of my favorite films ever. 
I remember you were talking about that when it first came out. You were like obsessed with it. I'm like, it's a really you, good movie. It's a good movie. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah. I was like, Ron, are you a troll right now? It's not. It's no cloudy with a chance of meatballs, but I mean, Fantastic Mr. Fox is legitimately one of my favorite films. Do you know what was good that it's not getting a lot of? Actually, it's getting a lot of positive press. It's just not making a lot of money. Birds of Prey. Yeah, I'm probably gonna go see that tomorrow and see what's up. <laughs> I <laughs> really funny. There was a guy that, on Twitter that I follow who went to a screening on a Saturday afternoon. He showed up eight minutes late, and he was the only one in the theater. Damn. Oh, my God. That's a shame. Yeah. What, what Ewan McGregor happened was to great. this movie? Margot Robbie was great. It was really funny. It's really well done. It's not like it's better than Suicide Squad. Well, that's not hard. I, uh, I, I think that's Suicide what's killing Squad. it. I think that's what's killing it is the reputation of the Suicide Squad. Um... It's not Wonder Woman. It's not Aquaman. It's on par with Shazam. Maybe it's better than Shazam. I'd say it's better I like than Shazam. Shazam. I, I think too. Shazam I think is better, better than, Shazam. than Aquaman. You're not alone in that opinion. A lot of people agree with you. I like Aquaman a little bit better, but Wonder Woman is the best DC one. I think that's absolutely yeah. It's not even close. hard to argue with. That's another film, 1984. Oh yeah, it does to. come out this year. Yeah. Uh, I think the next one I'm looking forward. To, I'm seeing Sonic this weekend. Does Are you going on Valentine's Day? Oh, no, I've seen it Saturday, and it's sold out. My theater sold out. <laughs> Every showing. <laughs> That's really funny. Oh my god! I'm... If the Sonic movie out earns Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, oh, it absolutely is. Oh my god! Did you see? There's a theory online that people are saying that the the trailer, the original trailer with like ugly Sonic with the teeth and stuff, was a ploy to get people talking about it. So that way, when they redid it, they Made it look better to get people to go see it. There's no way that's real. A studio would not blow that much money just to do that. I only believe that for the fact of that was the first time a studio has 180'd something so fast. It almost seemed like it was intentional. But I I don't think that that was honestly what happened. They did that on purpose. I think, that, I I think it's accidental. Pure, purely accidental. Probably, but it did generate the buzz, so it worked if it, if it wasn't true. Hey, any press is good press, honey. I mean, yeah. I'm not a fan of Jim Carrey. Never really was. Um, I my honest, Honestly, my favorite Jim Carrey movie that I really, really like is also my top 50, Cable Guy. Did you see oh, Eternal Sunshine geez. for the Spotless Mind? Uh, a long time ago. That's a really good movie. Uh, Cable Guy. No Ace Ventura was... Pet Detective. I hate Ace Ventura Pet Detective. I've never seen. It. I thought it was so stupid. I thought it was stupid when I was a kid. I thought it was stupid now. Wait, what I've movie? Never seen. Ace, Ace Ventura. Ventura. Oh, Truman Ace... Show is with your reverb. Too. I thought you were saying something else. I'm like, uh, yeah, uh. No, I love Ace Ventura, and I remember not liking the Cable Guy when I saw it. But then again, I was a kid, so and that movie's not a kid-friendly movie. No. no. Truman Show and Liar Liar are also pretty good. Truman Show was legitimately great. A fantastic soundtrack as well. You know what's funny? Who's in Cable Guy? Jack Black. And and the scene where they're playing basketball, the other dude from Tenacious D is playing basketball with him. Oh, that's cool. Yep. I don't know if Tenacious D was a thing when the movie came out, but they're both in it, so it's that. That's the thing. Huh. Apparently, Jack Black is done with movies. Like he Jumanji has a gaming YouTube one. channel now. Yeah, but I think he wants to do that in his Tenacious D. Hey, man, if he made that, if I've made that much money... Jumanji's still making money. It's still in the top five. 
Yeah, it's a movies kids for every week. Is it the only kids film that's out right it's not now? A kid. Did you watch it? No. It's it's not a lot of kid themes in this movie. I don't want to see that movie. It's good. I had the first no, one's good. This one's good. I had no desire to see either. Oh, one. yeah. No, the, I was really shocked good. by how good the uh, the second one was, or basically like the reboot. How good the reboot was. I haven't seen the sequel, but yeah, surprisingly, the one the first one with the Rock, it was really really funny. Kevin Hart and the Rock are great together. I believe you. Very good. Uh, I'm looking forward to the James Bond movie. Yes. That... Is that a summer thing? No, that comes out in April. That comes out in April? April's yeah. the That's new so summer close. movie. <laughs> um, James Bond, I think, is the next one I'm really looking forward to to seeing. Um, I think... Like, I'm trying to think. like Movies-wise this year, there's, there's Black Widow and Eternals. Wonder Woman for superhero stuff. Um, we don't got a Star Wars. We have a James Bond. We have a Fast and Furious. Tenant. Um, I don't really know the winter. Usually winter has a has a big. And there'll be a bunch of like indie or like. Oh yeah, random stuff. Searchlight picture films that pop up and are really good. There's actually a few movies coming out. I guess we're considering end of the year, like October to December. Yes. Okay, so here are the big ones, at least that I'm seeing on Wikipedia. Venom 2. Oh, I liked one, but a lot of people didn't. Hold on. I'm in 2020, right? Yeah. Huh. I didn't even know that they started filming that. Gross. Okay. Venom 2. Another Halloween movie, I'm assuming that's... Yeah, another Halloween movie. Oh, The Eternals. Mm-hmm. Clifford the Big Red Dog. Hell yeah. Um, Godzilla vs. Kong. Ooh. Yeah. Hell I, yeah. Dune. I know people get super stoked about <laughs> oh, that. This is, that's a stacked cast. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, like becoming a meme. I'm listening to the Reddit. book now. It's I don't like it. <laughs> that's like sacrilege because it's one of the... It's number one or number two best sci-fi selling book of all time. It is boring as shit. <laughs> it is, it's like a cool concept and story, but like I probably won't be reading the second one. Just because it's just like this is a drag and a chore to too get Too Dune, Too Furious? <laughs> I, don't, I wish that was what it was called. It's I just don't like it and like people are going to at me and please don't. I, it's just not very good, I think. But, you know, if you like it, good for you. I'm sure the movie's going to be fantastic. The one they did in the 80s, I heard, was like a good uh, cult film. There's three more that I want to mention real quick. Okay. Go, go. For, first one, uh, Steven Spielberg's West Side Story. Ooh, Ooh, I'm excited for that. Uh, coming to America. And the last one, a live action version of Tom and Jerry. Like CG? Yeah. And Chloe Moretz, Grace, Grace Moretz is in it. Hmm. So I have yet to see the trailer. So yeah. Oh, so no Kick-Ass 3? Yeah. I guess no Kick-Ass 3. I mean, no one saw Kick-Ass 2. I didn't hate it. I didn't like the first one. I like I like, one. I like the first one, but I'm I'm looking forward to what's going to be announced at um, South by E3. E3 not like too too much. I'm just wait, waiting to see what they do for the PS5 and the Xbox whatever. And then San Diego Comic Con, I think is when we're going to get the next big batch of stuff for the rest of the year and then the following year. And then we'll see what happens. Uh, in terms of like pop culture for that stuff 
But otherwise, like, last year was a pretty big year with Endgame, Star Wars, and they just had a ton of announcements. Yeah. A lot of great games came out um, last year. This year, it's it's pretty good, depending on what you like. Um, so, really, it's waiting for the fall. I think the, this fall is going to be where everything's at. I always... There's all... Especially with films, there's also, like, a bunch that'll just, like, They'll pop, pop up. up. TV shows, I'm curious what's going to happen. Um, I know Modern Family is ending... Yes. And that's the big one, but they're not hyping it up at all. Um, when it gets closer Atlanta's to May. coming back this I'm year. so excited. Dude, I, did you watch season one or two? Of course. I love it. It's fantastic. Yeah. I saw show. season one. Season one was great. I need to watch season two, but I'm currently, watching, I'm currently watching it through season four of Better Call Saul to catch up before Better Call Saul season five comes back in a couple weeks. Ooh, I, that's something I'm going to wait till it's done. It's a slow burn, but I love it. Atlanta's so good. Um, they're all famous now. <laughs> like, the main cast of Atlanta, like, they're all doing films. Did you watch, um, I, I forget his name, but he's like the friend, like the stoner friend who's like super smart. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in the movie Sorry the to Bother You. Stanfield? Yeah. Did you watch Sorry to Bother You? No, Ron did, though. Ron really Sorry to it. Bother You has the biggest left turn in a movie I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, but man. That dude is in, like, everything now. He he's is. He's in Get Out. He's, he's in, in Bojack Horseman. He's, he's in, in Bojack out. Horseman. Knives he's, Out. He's in Knives Out. Yeah, he's, he's like, he's becoming the main star out of everybody. Is Paperboy in it? Anything? He's in Joker. Paperboy? Yeah. 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 Wasn't he? He's, he's the guy who works at Arkham. That, like, oh, that is Paperboy. That, like, Joker was trying to get his file, and yeah. the dude was like, Paperboy nah. was also in uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, he was the dad. He was Miles' dad. Was he? Yeah. When I first listened to the song, I was like, Paperboy, Paperboy. I was like, he doesn't sound like that at all. And then I found that it was Charles Gambino. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, of course it is. Yeah. Wow, that's such a good show. It's such a... People are like, man, I need a really good, like, smart show. I'm like, you need to watch Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta... The only problem I have with Atlanta is it doesn't. It takes so long to come out between seasons because he's doing so many other things. They're all doing so many things. I know, but it, I wish it was just every year. Like season one of Atlanta came out years ago. Twenty sixteen. That's a long time. Or twenty seven. No. Twenty sixteen because they do they do like every other year. Um, so season two came out in twenty eighteen. Eighteen. And it's twenty twenty. Wow, that's too long. Hey, take your time. I mean, hey, it's quality, time. it's good stuff. A lot of television shows are doing that now where they take like one to two years off between seasons. It's not like the old days where it's like, you know, every single September on the dot, like produce more. So Picard is the other one I want to watch and Star Trek Beyond. But it's just the nerd in me. All right. Anything else you guys been doing you want to want to chat about? I want to go to bed. <laughs> um, all right. So thank you for, for joining us. Shout out to 616 Entertainment uh, Podcast. Um, supported them on Patreon. Um, Ian making fantastic content. Uh, check out his YouTube channel if you want. He has... This is for you guys too, um, Matt and Ron. If um, I know like I like fighting games and stuff, but he goes through the history of the SmackDown games, Smack, WWE SmackDown games, the history of WCW games, and the history of Mortal Kombat. The detail that's put into these episodes, phenomenal. Cool. And he has the whole, you can watch the whole movie, like as one, one movie. It's about an hour to two hours long um, of everything. It goes into detail about all of it. The Mortal Kombat one, 
I was never a huge Mortal Kombat fan. I like Street Fighter more. Um, but I was like, wow, I really want to check these games out and play them. Especially the WCW ones. The WCW ones, I went and tried to go find them. Because I was just like, wow, I gotta play these. Mm-hmm. But check it out. I'm gonna be on X's for podcast again. Talk about Alpha Flight some more. And then um, I think we're doing Secret Wars soon. Spoiler alert. But, alright. That about wraps it up for this uh, shooting the breeze. Shooting shit. Well, we'll figure out a time for it. <laughs> the day that Matt buys Mars. <laughs> as uh, as always, you can check, it out, check us out on Twitter at PopCultureFed. Facebook and Instagram are still not letting us sign up. Still being butts. Oh, Dumb. Yeah. But we're figuring out ways around it. And then, uh, yeah, expect uh, hoping for more big things in 2020. I was going to say 2019, 2020. Yeah. So, uh, I'm Mikey. I'm Matt. And, uh, bye, I'm Ron. Thanks for listening, Mark. Goodbye, Mark.